0: We are on episode 165. Man, I, I just can't get that number out of my head. That's amazing. It's episode a great 165. Number, 165. 165. You like that number? I don't know. It just really uh, amazes <laughs> me when I, for some reason, just hit me today how, how many episodes we've done. It's, it's a lot. lot of them.
1: It's a lot of episodes. Uh,
0: but uh, anyway, as you listen to the podcast today, take a few minutes, invite someone, um, uh, post on Facebook, Twitter, call them on the phone, text them, whatever it takes. As we help them and you connect our faith in the Word of God to everyday living, and I think they'll appreciate you letting them know about it. And and again, Pastor, more and more I hear people saying, "Hey, listen, I just started listening. Yeah, it's really, really good. It helps me in my walk. Well, with I Christ. Somebody, so, I,
1: I'm glad somebody thinks it's good.
0: Yeah, I'm I, sure
1: there are a few that think it's not so good too, and
0: that's okay. <laughs> It
1: does happen. It does happen. Yeah, yeah, we try.
0: So anyway, help us stretch our reach beyond just uh, our immediate people that we know and continue to let them know how they can be influenced by the Word of God. So how was your Labor
1: Day, pops? Yesterday was the – if you're listening – to today's recording on the day it's released, yesterday was Labor Day. This is true. Did you labor yesterday or did you not labor?
0: I did a little laboring. I helped put up the swing for my uh, for my grandkids. Oh, fun. Uh, came in yesterday, or actually came in Sunday. I didn't have any idea it was coming in Sunday. But anyway, so put the swing up for them, and they got to do that a little bit. It rained a lot. so it did rain. They we put all our time into doing it, and they probably swung on it for five yeah. minutes before it started pouring rain.
1: I've been wanting to go to the beach for weeks, but I keep telling my family, "Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach." And every weekend, it's like there's <laughs> rain, so we just don't go.
0: Brother, uh, you know, I, I know you like fishing, and I the older I get, the more I like fishing. And uh, in the rain, yeah, I doesn't matter. You know, fishing <laughs> in the rain is actually good, especially in salt water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, they like to they like to eat in the in the, in the in the rain. But anyway, yeah, uh, go to the rain, go whatever it takes. But that's, that's kind of a man thing, so our wives Fishing probably aren't going to come. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to come, and the kids don't want to come, so anyway. <laughs> well, uh, Pastor, last week we spoke about how can we help people change, yeah. and we talked about the only constant thing is change. That's so right. I say again, if that's the case, we should really want to say, okay, Christ, if the, uh, Lord Jesus, if that's the way that you want to use us to change, then how can we change too? Yeah, yeah. And changing me is probably the hardest part of this whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about that because last time we were together, our last episode, we did talk about how God wants to use people like me and you to help people change. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God wants to work through us uh, uh, to disciple others and help people to grow in Christ. And so we talked about some ways that we can can help people experience some change in their lives. But but that 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 you know has precipitated upon you wanting to change yourself. That's right. And and here's the reality. Um, change is hard. It is. Some of us get just set in our ways and... And we build habits that, that aren't Christ-honoring, and it's hard to break bad mm. habits. It's hard to to live out that new life. that It's, Christ hard, to <laughs> it's hard to break <laughs> you normal know, habits, much less bad you know? habits. So. Yeah, and so you think about Scripture. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 has always been a just a favorite verse, right? If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Mm. All the old is passing away and all is, now listen to this, all is becoming new. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight, but as we walk with Jesus, we are becoming that new creation that God desires us to be. Now, when we, we were saved, we became a new creation. Mm-hmm. We're new in Christ, but but the idea of just sanctification, growing in that newness of life that God has given us through faith in Jesus Christ. And so, man, I think just stepping back and and talking about for us as individuals, what does it take for us to change? Because I bet everyone listening. Uh, to this episode today, can think of some areas in oh, their yeah. lives no that doubt. need to be changed, and and some of it's sinful areas, mm-hmm. some 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 areas in your life where you have just been dishonoring the Lord that needs to change, sure. or 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 maybe some other things, right? Just just you think about your your marriage, and maybe there's nothing sinful going on in your marriage. But you want to see it glorify Christ more, Amen. And 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 there's some things in your marriage that that need to change in order for your marriage to be more Christ-centered and, and God glorifying, or if, in your parenting, or in you know maybe at, at the job, yeah, the way you that's... interact with people. Uh, you want to be a better uh, in the way you interact, and so some things need to change in you. And so so all of us can probably think of some areas in our lives, whether it's sinful areas or just other areas where we need to see some yeah. change. And the question is, as followers of Jesus how do we do it? How do we begin to experience change? Now we could spend hours talking about this and, and the process that God takes us through, uh, to, to bring about life change in our hearts. But let's just talk about, uh, eight ways that we can begin to see some change take place in our lives.
0: All right. The first way we can uh, change is this. You have to know what needs to change.
1: Yeah. I think for, for a lot of us, this is the, the, the problem. Again, we get so uh, stuck in the habits that mm. we don't really realize that the habits are hurting us and not helping us. Mm-hmm. Some of us have been stuck in some sin for years. So stuck in sin that we don't even realize that it's sin anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah. You ever thought
1: about that, Trey? Oh yeah. That's reality though. Uh, you think about, um, uh, just some sins of attitude, mm-hmm. bitterness, Uh, there are some people that that just stay bitter for years and and they don't even realize now how sinful that bitterness is and the sinful consequences that that it has brought about, right? And so you just get stuck and you you just kind of get, complacent, and satisfied, if you will, in that state of, of sin.
0: Well, it becomes a normal part of life. It becomes life. a normal part of life. And you just think, well, that's just how I am. I'm, I'm bitter. I'm a bitter person. You know? I'm a bitter old man, bitter yeah. old woman, and that's just how I am. Yeah,
1: yeah. We have a tendency to get settled down in the status quo. Yeah. Whether whether it's, it's again, whether it's that 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 sinful lifestyle that we're living or that, you, you know, that— um, that just a status quo of, of life isn't what it could be. Mm-hmm. We, we easily settle when God has far more for us. And so, so part of it is just knowing what needs to change in me. Uh, this is where scripture is helpful because you know you think about uh, different scriptures that 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 call us to look inward. You think about again one of my favorite passages, and I quote it all the time, is is the end of Psalm one thirty nine, where David says, "Try me, test me, search me, mm. and 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 help me to see what's in me that mm. needs to change." Is essentially what David says, and so so I, I don't think we do a good enough job. Taking the time to reflect on what's actually inside of us. Well it's
0: super uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. When we get when we introspect, you know, and say, okay, what about we can all I can point out all yeah, kind of problems absolutely. Are there? Everybody I can out point there?
1: out all your problems, Pops.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's that's <laughs> and I'm easy. Sure you
1: can point out all my problems too. Uh,
0: but but that's easy yeah, because we yeah. can see whatever we yeah, want to see. Yeah. But in our own lives, we don't really see it because we've not taken that. That's I right. always tell people to get literally Uh, They might want to have to throw it away afterwards, but get a yellow pad and start listing out some things that you would like to see changed in your life and say, okay, this is, these are the goals that I have in my life to become transformed. Yeah.
1: And one of the things you probably could do that you probably don't want to do, especially if you're married, is ask your spouse. Ooh, that's rough. (laughs) That's a conversation I don't want to have. Well,
0: you know, (laughs) one one man actually told me one time, he says, I've never sinned. I said, really? Can I
1: talk to your wife? (laughs) (laughs) boom. But that's and if you're married, that that's part of your spouse's role in your life is mm, to help you to see those areas that you might be blinded to. And the reality is we all have some blind spots. We all have some spots in our life that we are blind to. We just don't recognize them for what they are. And to be able to have that person that speaks into you, whether it's your spouse or someone who's close to you, mm. and people can't can't help you identify those areas where you need to change. And and so so part of it for you is is if you want to see change, it's just beginning to think about okay, what in my life actually needs to change? It could be that simple action, that mm-hmm. simple ad. Behavior, it could be you know uh, something else as well. It could be I, mean, I, I really want to see my marriage strengthened, or I want to see this I want to happen. Start to our reading job. the Bible. I want to start I reading will, the Bible you know, more. I yeah. want to grow in this spiritual discipline. Absolutely. And so, just what what is it? Pinpoint down what mm-hmm. is it that needs to change.
0: Amen. All right. Second way that we can change is number two: you have to believe that God can change you.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's a problem too. I don't think a lot of us believe that God is able.
0: The world certainly does. They, no, they think that no. once you're that no. way, you're always going to be right. that
1: way. And that's the thing, right? I will always be this way. This yeah. is just who I am. Or we'll even go so far as to say, if we're not careful, this is who God created me to be. Ooh, yeah. Right? Mm. That's right. tough. Oh, man, it is, isn't it? And so, so, so we begin to think there's this impossibility oh, yeah. that God can't do it. This is just who I am, right? I'm always going to be this way. I, I'm just stuck in this lifestyle, and that's just, that's just who I am. And, and then what happens, especially with, with, with the sin, is we begin, to, we begin to take on that sinful lifestyle and justify it. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. It's just who I am. There's no, Nothing can change me. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. That, that's the power of the gospel, that, that Christ has saved you to change you.
0: Exactly. You know, I, I think of people going to psychoanalyst, and, you know, basically these guys just listen to you and they can point out all your problems say, you know, and they might. I, I'm not saying there's not good things that come out of it, right. but typically it's not to try to change you, it's to try to help you function within how right, you right, are. Right, right, right. And uh, what we believe in is this, this, this incredible Lord that we have that said, okay, I saved you to change you. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Yeah.
1: yeah, and we talk about all the time around here at Northwood is that uh, that the things you struggle with today, you don't have to struggle with Amen. forever. Amen. I, mean, I, I know that we're all given to temptation, and I know there might be some things that, that do tempt you the rest of your life, of obviously. Course. But you can find victory. You can. And, 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 and again, we forget that really, this is the goal of the Christian life. To be transformed into the image of Christ, mm-hmm. right? In our, in our actions, in our thoughts, in our character, that, that's what Christ wants to do within us. I mean, the goal of the Christian life isn't just to, you know, uh, get out of hell. Yeah. And that's great. Praise God I, that, I that get I'm not hell, going to hell. But there's more, but there's more yeah. right? The goal of the Christian life isn't just to, um, you know, grow in your Bible knowledge. That's great. Mm-hmm. I want to grow my Bible knowledge. The goal is to know Christ and to know the power of his resurrection at work in my life to change Amen. me to be like him. And so I'm, I've got to. I have to believe that that God really does want to change me and that he really can change me, that he's God. He has the power to do so. And so being able to to know the areas that need to be changed mm-hmm. and then really believing that, yep, God can do it. It God's might be a process. Want. It might take time, but God can certainly bring about change in my life.
0: And that leads us directly to number three thing that we do when we want to change and that is this you have to want to change yeah and
1: here's where we get and we already talked about this <clears throat> in some regard we get sailed down in the status quo yeah and, and the reality is for some of us there's some areas in your life that you don't want to change mm. you want to stay in that sin because it's comfortable and because you like it yeah and so so what hinders a lot of us from from changing is is our own lack of desire to actually change, right? So you think about <clears throat> you know what what Paul says to the church at Philippi, he says, "Work out your salvation with fear and trembling." For it is God who is at work in you. And so what Paul does, Paul acknowledges that God's at work in you. Yes. Right? That that what God promises, he says in Philippians chapter 1, what God promises, he's going to be faithful to complete it. God wants to do a work in you. But Paul puts some responsibility on us, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. He says, work out your salvation. That's you you got to get to work, right? And so just understanding that 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 change does not come without you putting in uh, the effort yourself. Now, it's spirit-inspired. God is helping you through this process, but, but you've got to make some decisions, and you've got to want to change. My fear is that for many of us, we become so complacent in certain lifestyles and so complacent in whatever it is that we just don't want it. We'd rather stay how we are, mm-hmm. and that is disobedience to Christ.
0: You know, we talk a lot about spiritual disciplines, but really there is a part of that whether it's overcoming sinful lifestyles or whether it's taking that next step to be a disciple or whatever it is, it is a it is a discipline is. of life. It it's is. not just, well, it's just gonna happen and I'm just gonna sit back and watch it happen. It is. It never has been that way and it never will be That's that right. way. That's right. We've gotta right. want that kind Absolutely. of change to happen. Absolutely. All right. Number four, you have to want internal change. internal change not just out uh, outside
1: right right because i, I think you know uh, in some ways we, we can be like pharisees mm. oh we yeah. can we can clean ourselves up on the outside we can stop cussing we can stop drinking we can stop smoking all those kinds of yeah, things we can stop yeah. running around all that kind of stuff we can clean up the outside but on the inside uh, you know our hearts are are just as, as 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 sinful as they can be because we have not repented of the attitudes that lead to the actions, mm-hmm. right? And what happens is that we'll clean up the outside sometimes, but then we'll make a mess somewhere else. You remember, Trey, because you were there, when in, in, um, we stood on the steps yeah. in Jerusalem uh, where that entered into the temple, uh, and we looked over, and we saw what? Do you we remember? We saw
0: all the whitewashed sepulchers. Whitewashed
1: tombs, right? Yeah. And remember what Jesus had said, right, that you Pharisees, yeah. you're nothing but whitewashed tombs, on the outside, you're 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 pearly white. Mm-hmm. Well, on the inside, it's death. Yeah, right. And so, so you know, I think for, for us, um, there there is this temptation to want to change the outside just to look, just to give the appearance of mm-hmm. we have our act together, while never really dealing with the internal issues that really need change.
0: But isn't that really easier? for us to change the outside yeah. so that people look yeah. at us a certain way yeah, and they'll absolutely. build us up because and all it, those kind of things.
1: Changing up the outside doesn't Cause me to have to deal with pride. It mm. doesn't cause me to have to deal with that attitude I have towards somebody mm. else that I, I hold on to. You see what I'm saying? And so just yeah, but that's what God is after. God is after the heart. Because when God changes the inside, when you allow God, when you allow the Spirit of God to work inside of you, to change those attitudes of the heart, to uh, to humble you. Uh, then that obviously is going to affect what you do on the outside. It's going to affect uh, how you speak, how you act, how you interact with others. So, so what we desire, what we long for, we long for real change, not mm. just a you know clean up the outside so we look the part, but but this this deep internal change that comes from the power of God as we apply the gospel to every area of our lives. You see, and so just learning how to do that, learning how to come before God and say, God, okay, I see that the the reason why I do this certain sinful thing mm. is because deep inside me there's this issue of pride that I haven't dealt with, yeah. or I see that the reason why I respond to this person in this way mm-hmm. is because there's some bitterness inside of me that I haven't dealt with, or I, I see that the reason why I, I lash out at this person so often is because there's some deep-seated anger within me that I have not repented of, and so it's just coming back and asking, okay, God, let's, let's deal with the heart. These are just symptoms on the outside of bigger problems within. Mm-hmm. Help me to deal with the heart, and so it's, it's really longing for that internal change uh, that only Christ can bring about as you submit to him.
0: And Christ is 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 the major part. Yeah. But he also part of what he does is he uses number five, which is you have to have help from the church to change.
1: Yeah. You probably knew and that I, was coming at some point that yeah, we're going to talk about the church. But,
0: but I have talked to people who say, "I just, I just, it's just me and the Lord. I don't need anything
1: Yeah. That's just not the way that God chooses to work. Is God chooses to work through His people? Mm-hmm. That's just bottom line. Can Can God change you without you going to church? Yeah, He certainly can. He's God. But God chooses to use other mm, people to, right. to help you to change. I mean, you just think about it. I mean, I, I know areas of my own life. There there have been areas of my life that I've held on to and 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 tried to work it out, just me and God. And 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 you know, I might see some victory, but not near as effective or near as quickly as I see it when I allow people to speak into my life mm. and I have that accountability or uh, the wisdom of somebody else. I mean, just the reality is is, is you're not gonna change uh, as effectively without the help of God's people who God uses in the process of, of sanctification or helping you change. And so, yeah, you just, you just need the church. That's right. You really do. And, so, and, and that, that's tough because that really does mean you, you do have to have some humility. You have to be able to admit to someone, hey, I've got some problems. And, and then, you know, on, on the flip side, you know, we, we, we tend to carry around just mistrust. Mm. I don't know if I can trust them. They I've might, heard that. And, and, and I understand that because, you know, there, and we've talked about this in a previous episode, uh, that, that some of us have really experienced some hurt through the local church right. and we right. don't want to minimize that. And I'm sorry that happened to you and it's not the way it should be, but it still doesn't change the fact that God uses his church to bring about change in the lives of people. That, that's, that's still true. And so so learning how to trust again, learning to take that step of faith and say, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to be transparent and, and asking God to help you to find people mm-hmm. that you can trust, that can help you. You, you, you know? I mean, you do need to be discerning. You, need yeah. to be, you do need to be cautious because not everybody, even inside the church, not everybody is out for your good. Yeah. But there I, are people who are out for your good and who really do want to see a change. And, and just being discerning in who those people are and asking God to lead you to people that will help you.
0: You know, the monastic movement, uh, of the early that's centuries. That's a big word, monastic. The, mo- the monasteries the were monks. the monks. And uh, they t- chose to pull away. But even yeah. when they pulled away, they pulled away together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they knew that even even in that movement, which we would not agree with, I, I feel like that's a hermit sort of yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. But still, you know, you pull away with others who, who are going to help you. And in that way, I think there are times that we do need to pull away with yeah. a, a few people. That's right. It that can really help us that's grow. Right. That's and right. And that's what God designed the church to, right. to be able to that's do. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, number six, you have to know the process. Of change. Yeah, the
1: process of change is—this is, this is so great. I mean, Ephesians 4 helps us to understand the process of change. Uh, what Paul says in Ephesians 4, you, you look down and you start in about verse 17 or so, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he just lays it out. He says, okay, if you're in Christ, here's what you got to learn how to do. You've got to learn how to put off the old— Mm-hmm. and put on the new mm-hmm. that's the process you put off and you put on and so what paul does is paul gives some examples right you, you you read through ephesians chapter 4 and you you read things like this if 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 the thing you've been struggling with is theft you're you're a thief right, right. now you're, you're listening to this podcast like i'm not a thief well just 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 bear with me just work he's, with just given, yeah. he's, given, he's given an example if the thing you struggle with is is that you're a thief do this instead get a job <laughs> That's really good advice, right? Yeah. But that's the thing. He's saying, okay, take that that sinful habit, put it away, and replace it with something mm-hmm. that's Christ-honoring. Get a job. And not only does he say that, he says, get a job and start to give things away. Instead of taking from people, give. Give. Yeah. And see how that changes you. That's real practical advice. But his, his point is, it's not just put off. It's put off and put on. Put something in the place yeah. of that sinful habit you developed, right? And instead of, you know, uh, he says things like this. Instead of lying, what should you do? speak the truth. I mean, it's just common sense kind of <laughs> stuff, but this is the oh, process oh, of yeah. change. You you take that, that sinful habit, you confess it to God, you uh-huh. repent of it, and then you replace it with that Christ-honoring habit, right? You think about Ephesians 4, 29. Don't use unwholesome words they are going to tear people down. Instead, right, when you speak, speak words that are going to build people up, and mm. they're going to encourage them and bless them. And so so Paul's whole argument in Ephesians chapter 4 is, here's the process for change. You know, you're seeking God for change, you're asking Him to help you, and once you identify, Those areas, you're you're putting it off, right? Mm -hmm. You're repenting of that sinful habit, and you're putting something in its place that honors the Lord. And so I think what happens for us oftentimes is that we can probably identify pretty easily, if we really stop and think about it, those things in our lives that that need to go. We can Mm -hmm. think about those sinful habits that we need to put off. But what we probably don't do well is think about those things that need to go in their place. What are those those attitudes? That need to replace that attitude of anger and bitterness. Uh, what are those actions I need to be doing that replace those actions I, I, that are sinful towards God? so I think what we probably don't do well is just we don't do the putting on well, mm-hmm. and we probably don't do putting off as well as we could either. But 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 I think we try to put off without the putting on, mm-hmm. right? Without the putting on, okay. I need to put to death this bitterness, but also need to grow in the fruit of the spirit: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, yeah, self-control, faithfulness, gentleness. Right? Um, and so it's so just that process. This is God's process for change: is that you you seek the Spirit's help to put off, but not only to put off, but to put on things that bring glory and honor to Him.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think God created us to create a vacuum in us that all of a sudden other things yeah. will be able to get into us. Okay, some for you know we deal with alcoholism a lot in our in our society, and they understand the principle in the 12 step program is that if you're going to put off this alcohol thing, you've got to pour, you've got to start pouring into the lives of others. That's right. So you just can't, say, well, I'm just not going to drink anymore, right. and then I, I just hope nothing ever comes to take place. And what happens with people with those type of personalities as well is they'll take these things off and something else will come in yeah. and it'll be, they'll be just as addicted yeah. to that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why God's design in Ephesians 4 is such a beautiful picture. Yeah, it's so helpful, so
1: helpful just to kind of reflect on that passage and to understand God's process for change.
0: All right, number seven uh, principle on changing, you have to be patient with the process. Yeah
1: because i know what we all want right we all want change right now yeah i mean we're that microwave society give it to me now right (laughs) hit that Um, button and it and and here's reality it doesn't always happen that way Mm. it takes time you've got to learn to walk with christ right that that takes time you've got to learn to submit to the spirit that Mm. takes time and so i think we get really frustrated When we want to change, I mean, I think about people who maybe struggle with alcoholism or some other addiction, and they want change. Oh, of course. But sometimes that change is just slow. Not to say it doesn't happen; it does happen, praise God. But but sometimes that change is just slow, and just and just uh, that doesn't excuse you know the falls or the sin or the case may be. But but just understanding that we're all a work in progress, Mm -hmm. and we will not be perfected until we enter the presence of Christ. And so so just being patient with the process. God is at work. Don't get frustrated when change is. Happening fast enough. Just keep working it. Keep working the steps. Right. Keep keep being around the people Amen. of God. Keep praying. Keep confessing. Uh, keep striving to put off the old and put on the new. Just be patient. God is now. There are times, and we could tell stories where where it does happen instantaneously. Yeah. And we so, we, yeah, we, we right? know those stories. Yeah. But
0: sometimes that can be a level of frustration yeah. for people that are struggling. That's right.
1: That's right. And so so it may happen that sometimes you know God just. does miraculous work and instantaneously changes you. Mm -hmm. It may be that his miraculous work takes place over time and being okay. And it's just as miraculous. Absolutely. So, so be patient with the process.
0: I used to wear a button that said, please be patient. God is not finished with me yet. That's, and that's right. We're, we're ongoing work. We should all work. wear
1: that button. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we're ongoing work. Really? And God is still working on us until right. on this side of heaven. That's right. All right. Well, number uh, number uh, eight, and that is this, you have to get back up when you fall yeah. down.
1: Yeah, and this this is where I want to encourage you because here's what I know happens. Uh, you see some progress, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, you, you you see some a little bit of victory and then what happens is that Ooh. temptation comes and you fall down and what what can happen if you're not careful is that when you fall down you don't get back up you just lay you there you say something yeah, like I just it. I knew I couldn't do it I just knew it right I knew I could not change. I, I knew I you know, didn't have it in me or whatever the case may be, and we just stay down. And then what happens is and we see it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. What happens is that that when you fall down, you begin to drift away. You drift Ooh, away from God's yeah, people. You drift away from the part. Lord. And before you know it, you're not walking with him any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it so doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It doesn't mean you've lost your salvation. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that we, we, can, we can talk about example after example of, of people who have you know, fallen down mm-hmm. and have just drifted away right? And, 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 and that's not the way it's supposed to be. Here's the reality. It is likely as you walk with Christ that you're going to fall down from time to time, mm-hmm. right? It's not likely. It's going to happen. You're going to fall down. It's going to happen. Get back up. Yeah. You're still a child of God. He still loves you. He is still merciful and gracious. He still forgives you. Get back up. Start over. And, and what you're going to find out, at least what I found in my life, is yes, I still fall down. Mm-hmm. but those falling those falling downs right that 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 falling into whatever that symbol behavior was or attitude was um as I learn to walk with Jesus, those those falling downs uh, become further and further apart. Yeah, right. that's the idea. And so, yeah, you, you're never going to be perfect. You're going to fall down from time to time. But the more you walk with Christ, the more you get back up and keep going, uh, the, the less you're going to fall over the course of your life. And so you you, you got to get back up. And mm-hmm. here's what I know right now. I know that right now there may be someone listening to this episode who's fallen down recently. Yeah. And, and you're thinking, man, I just can't do it. I yeah. can't change. It's not possible. Stop telling yourself that because that is a lie from the enemy. Get up. Get back around the people of God. Get back into his word. Uh, get back into the process and allow God to continue the work that he has started in you. You will make it as you keep your eyes on him.
0: Celebrate the victory no matter how small. That's, That's right. What I tell Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's a good word. Absolutely. Celebrate the victory know how small, no, uh, no matter how small that victory might be. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, I compare it to flat tires and cars. Okay. You know the whole thing is is to put marrying you. Yeah, well, but, well, yeah, but what happens is, is you're driving down the road, you run over a nail. Yeah, you get in a ditch. Yeah, and you yeah. say, well, there's my twenty thousand dollar car. I'm just, just gonna leave it, it there. I'm done. <laughs> it's over. I can't go any further. <laughs> right. No, we get the tire fixed. That's right. That's and right. that's exactly what we do. Yeah. We yeah. we we work on what we're yeah. going through. Get that nail out and keep moving. forward. That's exactly right. That's good. Well, Pastor, this has been a great way to look at change, not just for those that are around us, but also starting what I call. Drawing a circle around me and say, yep. Lord, well, start with me. Absolutely. And uh, I think that uh, we can all change. So uh, let's do our do our little exercise, and that is, okay, here is somebody. They're really wanting to change. They're struggling with the change. Yeah. Where can they start? Yeah,
1: yeah. You always start with God. God help me. All right. God is sufficient to help you in that mm-hmm. struggle. But, I mean, again, if, if you've done that, if you said God help you, I mean, I really do think the helpful step is, you need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Don't try to carry it alone. Yeah. God wants to put somebody in your life to help you in the process. And so whether that's somebody in your in your small group at church yeah. or in a discipleship group or just a trusted mentor, mm-hmm. being able to confess that to somebody else really does help you begin the process of changing effectively. And so, yeah, let some people in to help you with the process.
0: Amen. Well, Pastor, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on how we can change. And Absolutely. so uh, as we... D- think about that. Get us ready for next week.
1: Absolutely. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. And I hope that if it has been helpful, that you'll go ahead and hit that subscribe button. So you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five star review that helps us to get word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.